You didn't listen to No Doubt as much as I am, right? (laughs) Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. And you probably are, and that's why we like you. Thanks for joining us today. We have a special episode, and we had a mention. We haven't mentioned in the beginning what we're drinking for a while. So uh, we are drinking Two Bar. Uh, they're bottled in Bond bourbon, and they're from Seattle. I won't get into too much because there's not a lot of history today, um, and that's not my fault, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> and I'll get to what that means later too. That but means before it's I get my to fault. No, 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 not at all. Oh, no, this is this is Two Bar Spirits <laughs> website, and and anywhere I could look, there's not much on them. Uh, did you ever visit that distillery? No, I, I mean I didn't start drinking them till pandemic, and oh, okay, cool. Traveled to Seattle since then. But before we get to what Robbie's been to or not, mm-hmm. uh, let's get to a little business. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, what is we've talked about Instagram, we've talked about Patreon, we've talked about uh, ratings and reviews. Are we forgetting something? Um, hit us up in real life, just yeah, book give a us a high five, Phoenix or Boise, mm-hmm. and just land and find us and give us a high five or Richmond, Virginia. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, soon, soon, yeah. And uh, so that are th- those that there, thems are some ways that you can support us. And that's all I'll say for the business. Uh, that's, yeah, I am discombobulated today, Robbie. I am in full study mode. And I'm going to answer your question for me, Robbie. How are you doing, Cole? Because that's how discombobulated I am today. I was going to say that. Um, I am a little bit stressed with the, with the uh, exam, of course. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. If it's a yeah. month or so before the exam, Cole's freaking out. Uh, but I appreciate my, you know, weekly therapy and, uh, my dad's in town. My mom is maybe in town tomorrow. Um, Ooh. they wanted to visit and just, you know, hang out with the baby and stuff. It is a very interesting week to visit though. Um, uh, one, uh, my mom is hopefully coming into town tomorrow. And what I mean by that is she's actually has bronchitis, not from like COVID or anything. She just got like a, some cold or something that really I got affected bronchitis. her. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. I forgot about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, hopefully she's feeling better and I would love to see her tomorrow. I love my mama. Uh, That is. Yeah, so they're in town. But the funny thing is they're in town and we're showing the house. Uh, We're listing it literally tonight as we record on Thursday night. I I noticed there's no bunny in the background. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. I'm in the guest room. Yeah, okay. it could have been one of two things. I got kicked out of the bedroom or I'm in the guest room, which is weird because I'm recording. I had to kick my dad out of, you know, he's actually <laughs> chilling downstairs, but like my dad's staying in this room today. So there's just so much going on. I feel like even today I uh, got off work after I put in about an hour or two of studying, probably around two hours of studying. Today <laughs> I you, gonna say you got off work after about an hour or two. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah cool. why are you quit, stressed? Quit. Yeah. You work for an hour or two. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I, uh, I, and the nice thing is my, my company pays for a lot of my study hours. So I get to do it on the job. But, um, yeah, I like walked away from the desk and I was just like, just brain dead. 
And that's kind of what it's like these days. And I'm hoping like part of me is like, I should probably be getting in more than two hours a day. Uh, my goal is at least two and a, two and a half hours a day. Uh, but I was just brain dead today. And, yeah. but also my mind is like everywhere. And I was talking to my boss recently and I told, I tell people all the time. I really, I really like my boss. I almost said, I really enjoy my boss. No, I really like my <laughs> boss. Uh, and I can tell him things like, I could tell him that my mind is kind of everywhere and I'm, and I'm trying to like keep on task and stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever I can do to help. And that kind of stuff. When sometimes they'd be like, what are you lazy? Like, what are you like, or like not like, putting your head down and what working women in the Caribbean? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Just that's kind of hiding behind the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Cole's mind? Uh, Where me is and... Cole's mind? Beat him on the head with a whiskey bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Heather and I always <laughs> laugh about uh, Amara when she was probably around three, yep. when she would hear the in the beginning of snap. Uh, yeah, she'd be like, snap. <laughs> so good. That's what I always think of when I hear that song by the Pixies. Yeah. So uh yeah but oh check this out robbie here's something i'm excited about um uh, i intended heather and i both intended and we may still intend to uh move to virginia and stay with her parents until we find our own place mm-hmm. but we saw this house on zillow that's up on yeah. the market there and houses do not leave the market quickly out there like here it's like nice. day maybe two and it's gone okay. Uh, but we found this place in outside of Richmond, which is what we, we weren't intending to be in like Richmond proper. Uh, but it is like cool. It's like got five bedrooms and, but Ooh. it's like also like well within our range. It's the houses are a lot more affordable there as opposed to Phoenix where that would cost nice. you like a million dollars. Um, so uh, I'm excited about it. Heather's excited about it, but she's also looking at other houses. but I'm like, this house is, dope i love it because the rooms <laughs> aren't like enormous like sometimes you'll get like like let's say it's a i don't know any house if it's like like even like a 2500 square foot house if they give like three rooms or three bedrooms on that thing some of the rooms are like enormous and um but i'd much prefer like more rooms that aren't enormous if that makes any sense like i i, no, I appreciate yeah. more regular sized rooms i don't need to have these this living room that like has a like 30 foot wall in it. Um, Ooh, I'm going to yeah. hold you up here real quick. Cole. Mm-hmm. Parenting tip. Yeah. You're going to have toys everywhere. No, oh, for sure. So a 30 foot room with the toys everywhere makes it feel like a 10 foot room. Nice. Foot room. So that might be something about. Now I will say this. Mm-hmm. I think a master bedroom needs to be big because mm-hmm. That's like your overflow because no one wants to go into the master bedroom. Like you just have that comic. That's curse, a good right? point. Yeah. Right? I've never so, even been in your master bedroom, exactly. either the old because, house or the new house. Yeah. But you know why? Why? Because that's where you put all the junk from the other bedrooms. Nice. People come over. Uh-huh. So in a big master bedroom. I think kids' bedrooms, I like smaller kids' bedrooms. Because mm-hmm. you don't, I mean, you don't need all that know. space. Yeah. You don't. But master bedroom, I think, should be larger because mm-hmm. that's where it's like, it's kind of a gap. A, a, third second or third gathering space right we're just mm-hmm. like okay let's just get mom and dad's bed we're gonna watch a show we're gonna hang out okay oh we're gonna throw all the mattresses on the floor so we're all having a sleepover kind of a thing nice but get uh, like 
kids bedrooms smaller like living spaces i think need to be bigger yeah and and that's kind of this place and then the coolest thing i'm i'm sold on this one part i mean it's not the coolest thing it's kind of cool to me they have an attic space that is accessible not through the hallway but you have to go in one of the bedrooms and it's like Mm -hmm. around the corner basically and the attic is like huge (laughs) that's where fudge is made yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and uh but I was like, if I get this house, I'm going to do like some like false, you know, door or whatever they yeah. call those things where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like sneak into the attic and eat Pulled some fudge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe use some milk, milk or lemonade. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> What's that from? Milk, milk, lemonade. Round the corner fudge is made. Oh. Uh... Figure up the whole automatic Tootsie Roll. Wow. So that's like. That's like juvenile to a middle schooler. That was juvenile to a 1980s child. (laughs) (laughs) You never heard that? No, but it it totally clicks. Not for you. It just clicks what you're saying. (laughs) You're talking about poop. No, that clicks for Robbie's lifestyle. No, no, no. (laughs) You know, this this sort of makes sense for you, Robbie. No, that's not what I meant. Every time you stayed at her house, you never saw her master bedroom. But we offered you lemonade and Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) And (laughs) it's all making sense now. All the times we visited. Uh, But that's that's what I'm excited about. And it's also like it's cool. It's got a big garage. It's got a shed out back that's in like great condition that I could if I wanted to, I could probably turn that into my studio. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. uh, But we might, you know, the we we might just put an offer in on it and just be like, if it doesn't work, we'll understand. Like and, you know, and that's a nice place to be like, that's Mm -hmm. where we were for a little while with like living with Chelsea's mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like, you, you don't have to commit. You yeah. don't have to, you know, like, you have a little time to wait and kind of see. So it's a good spot to be, man. You guys if picked works, a good time to buy, though. Oh, uh, if we would have waited a month longer, we yeah. would have been priced out, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. And but. now I'm sure your house is like twice what it was when you bought it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, double, Boise is killing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Cole, you didn't ask me and I didn't ask you, but now I'm going to segue to me. Yeah. So bring it similar spot with how we're doing man like mm-hmm. um you know i've always thought of boise's where we want to you know kind of re- retire and and end up at but we've been looking a little bit too at other Richmond, other virginia <laughs> no well, i wish I mean, we might go i don't i don't want to go that's it you could so like move I've, in next door and we would love i've that. never ever been really in the east coast really i've I've gone i've landed in atlanta when i was really and you've never really epcot center when i was eight but other than that i've really i've never been east so that so to me that's like a culture like that's a big cultural show right yeah especially the Um, south yeah but we've been looking you know we've been looking at uh some places in bellingham and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like just just looking we're not like Mm -hmm. you know so but it's been interesting. So one thing I've been thinking about, like every house I look at on Zillow, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, we start like we're we're dipping our toes in the whole visual market. Yeah. And every house I look at, I'm like, so there's three things right now that are on my list. Yeah. I want a spot for a basketball hoop because mm-hmm. I love playing basketball and the girls are loving it. And an indoor want, smoker. Well, I actually I, that's that's like maybe fourth fourth okay, or fifth cool. where it's like right. I, I want a covered spot to smoke. Ooh. Um, yeah. Cause we don't have a covered spot right now. Uh, 
I want... And then a secret spot to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> We're not moving to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess Washington's legal now, too. Every, yeah, I pretty much everyone's legal. Yeah. Um, and then I want a fire, a wood fireplace. Nice. Like, I love wood fireplaces. Like, like the one you have stove. now? Or no, no, like a, like a no, chimney fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just want like a wood stove. Like Chelsea loves yeah. gas fireplaces because you flip the switch, mm-hmm. got the gas. Easy. I love, I like, I remember waking up and like helping my dad build a fire and like, oh, I love just the, the uh, ritual behind building yeah. a fire, right? Oh, yeah. and I'm a pyro. You're a pyro. It's a good time. And the last, <laughs> And the last, the main other thing I'm looking for is like a spot to like set up cam a camera and like a little bar area, like every other official YouTube like, nice. whiskey thing. So that'd be legit. <clears throat> Get a cool yeah. bar sign, chill filtered bar sign. Phil Chiltered. Phil Chiltered. So he's yeah. our favorite yeah. listener. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We're kind of in the same spot. Like, uh, yeah. How else are you doing, man? Anything else you want to say before I kind of unload it and cry again, apparently? No. I think no? that was a great moment, to be honest. And I don't mean that in like a, a patronizing or a <laughs> um or even like a um speaking of patronizing, hit us up on patreon.com. Yeah, patreon.com. <laughs> No, I, I I'll let you talk about it. What what yeah. what the encouragement was this week? So um, I, I got yeah. I got to be honest. Like this mm-hmm. week, I'm doing I'm doing better, mm-hmm. and I think a part of that is just you know no what I, you know. I think uh, so. Last week, I I messaged Cole and I was like, "Hey man, this is where I'm at. Should we record or not? Like I don't know if I don't want to be a downer. I don't want to like bring things down." And Cole was like, "You know what? That's part of a podcast. It's yeah. it's us. It's what we're drinking. It's honesty." And so many of you guys hit me up so many this week and it was just like where you're feeling the same or you Mm -hmm. understand where we're coming from. And I got to say like, just thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm feeling so much better. Just, you know, misery loves company. Right. And Mm -hmm. whether you're in the misery or not, like you, uh, you reached out and I knew that I had company. And so, Mm -hmm. I just appreciate everybody who reached out. You know, if you didn't reach out and and last week's episode resonated with you, like it's hard. Times get hard, you know, and uh, just appreciate it. So yeah, doing better this week. Honestly, like just hearing from folks makes you feel better. Right. And we have uh, some great listeners just knowing that you can be vulnerable and you can be open and people are still like, Hey man, like I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. Hope it's better. That's great. So, and that's one thing that I appreciate about this podcast. And it's, it's it's the biggest thing I appreciate about this podcast is just having that community and knowing like, Hey, we're here for each other. So it it reminded me, um, gosh, 2018, uh, my dad was struggling and he was about to pass. And I just reached out to Cole and Adam. I was like, Hey, I don't know what you guys are drinking next week, but let me know because I need a drink with a friend. Mm -hmm. And Cole was like, Nope. Well, we're drinking Eagle Rare 17. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to pick that up. And lo and behold, the, the nicest man I ever saw yeah. showed up at my door and he had a bottle, he had a sample bottle of uh, Eagle Rare 17, 2018, mm-hmm. I believe. 15. 2017. 18? 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, I was, just, and I, and I listened to that episode and I drank with Cole and Adam and, I, I just knew that I had people that cared. So that is what it's all about, I guess. It is. It really is, you know? And so our tagline is I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. But honestly, like you guys lift my spirit. Yeah. And we wouldn't be here for you too. So if you guys ever need anything, 
reach out to us. We'll do the best we can. Yeah. Uh, can't promise that it's always going to be Eagle Rare 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, love you guys. Thanks for listening. We we just appreciate having you. So yeah, seriously. Thanks for everyone who reached out, and thanks for everyone who just felt it. You know, and and yeah. he still listens because I am fully convinced that it is not just history, whiskey world news, and what whiskey would you choose is why people like to listen to uh, Chill Filter. It's I think they just appreciate being in the room with us, as we've mentioned many mm-hmm. times. So yeah, uh, and join us in the room if this is not your fourth uh, or more uh, listen to the podcast just know that you'll be hooked sooner or later so uh speaking of antique collection i hate to change the subject but um there have been no announcements from buffalo trace yet but once there Mm -hmm. is um we have a shot at uh getting this year the 2021 release uh i was gonna ask you because dude i'm every day i'm stressing your last mm. year this is the exact date a year ago the curly nice. showed up my doorstep was it on like a photo memory or something yeah nice yeah. and i was like oh gosh i haven't even thought about that yet and like mm-hmm. and cole's cole's the brains of the operation and the yeah. dawn and the beauty i'm just no <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah i was like oh man i want to like okay so hopefully we still have a shot right mm-hmm Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We still got a shot, and uh, and in fact, I have good feelings about this year. Um, but it's all dependent. Basically, it all comes down to when um, Buffalo Trace makes it official and like re- like does a press release. And okay. um, so that's the uh, that's the update there. But um, yeah, I feel like yeah. we went long, but I don't mind going long because we had we had, don't have much history today. So, but is there anything oh, else yeah. you want to talk about? How are you doing? Otherwise, I'm happy to hear um, it. You know who I've been listening to lately? Who it is? I have been loving, and I totally like it's my one of my October bands. So, like, I listened to a lot mm-hmm. of CKY. Okay, and I listened to AFI in October. Okay, and like September, like Halloween kind of music. Nice. And I feel like I AFI is a really good October. Uh, AFI band. is awesome but i didn't realize they put a new album out this year okay and i've been listening to their album and i've been thinking of adding it to the uh dead balds playlist do it Cole. do it i don't but see chelsea's not a huge fan she's like yeah it's it's oh. afi she likes it she appreciates it but she doesn't like i love afi's new album bodies so nice. good it makes me yeah. want to touch the hyena <laughs> <laughs> so i i've said this before on the podcast i when I get complimented music-wise by your wife, it's one of the greatest compliments oh, of my life. she's got great taste. She's got incredible taste. And like she, a few times on in my life, she has like said like, Cole, I've been listening to that music you you know posted. Like when she said years ago, I put together that CD for the Deadbalds uh, reunion. Mm-hmm. And she's like, basically that's like been the best CD of the year for me. Like it was like a mixed CD, of course. But I was like, because like, I worked have, really hard on that too. You and her have very close taste. Like you're yeah. the local natives you guys got bought us. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like our spring to summer nice. album for sure. Like mm-hmm. that goes on all the time. And like, was that yeah. the uh uh the it's the, the one where the guy uh, not the humming, hummingbird going to the pool? Yeah, hummingbird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a great one. No, you and her have very similar taste. Yeah. But sure. then she she recently complimented or she recently said, I've been listening to a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah's lately, and I'm like, <gasps> like she has. Oh, I love the AAS. And then um, and then I put on that song recently uh, by Fantagram, which I'm not like a huge Fantagram um, Mm -hmm. uh, 
fan. <laughs> I was like, what's the word I'm looking for? Fantagram. Uh, but it is uh, that song. I'm just like digging that song. And so she so complimented guys, that. And I'm like, <gasps> I'll be honest. Like you, Heather and Chelsea all have very close musical tastes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm the outlier. Like <laughs> well, you're, you're listening Every to no doubt as much as I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so like, I always like every time you guys do a thing, I always put on dancing or you put dancing mother on for me. Like, because mother. I tell your children not to hold my hair, walk my way. Yeah. No, I just messed it up. Anyway. Yeah. So I just put mother. that on. I have very. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down, down. But so I always get, yeah. So I have a little bit different musical taste. So, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, no, when Chelsea, I, so that's the thing is like, I, uh, I, I go, Chelsea, I'm really liking this AFI album. She's like, yeah, it's She's like, okay. that's nice. Oh. That's like, so believe it or not, me and Heather do not agree on a lot of music. Really? So okay. I feel like it's me and Chelsea that are connecting the most. Okay. Um, because Heather does not like the yeah, yeah, yeahs. She's like, totally out. She's like, nah, I'm She's good. She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, she doesn't like the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, and which I like, I would like to claim I like didn't get Chelsea into, but I would say I got her on like reinvigorated, reinvigorated on, the, like on the, some of the B sides, especially the B sides. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, stuff like that. Speaking so of B like, side, what's up, uh, boys? B side life. <laughs> is that he's, he's B side life, isn't he? Or is he the just B side? side? Wasn't he? B Maybe it's Twitter that he's B side life. I don't know. Yeah, Reach out to Twitter. us, Bryce. We, we forget. But, um, yeah, honestly, like music wise, like I feel so accomplished in life because I also remember the story of you meeting Chelsea and you, you told, you know, your friends, you're like, this is the first or this is the only girl who has a bigger CD collection than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, she she was like, who's that boy? Because I was wearing a Dropkick Murphy shirt and she's nice. like, I like the Dropkick Murphys, but you don't see people liking the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. yeah. And that man is gorgeous and is going to develop a wonderful whiskey collection. Yeah, exactly. That's what she said. I'm She's like, I'm into that. I'm really oh, into man. that. Cool. Now we're going long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're over <laughs> 20 minutes, I want to say now. No. So let's uh let's send it to break and uh, we'll be back right after a little short walk and we'll talk about the history. So here we go to break. And we're back. And we're back. We're drinking two bar bottled and bond bourbon. This has been a long time coming, but we're finally drinking two bar on the podcast. I know Robbie has been trying to make this happen for a while. And uh, just so everyone knows, this is our first two bar uh, product on the podcast. So as I mentioned earlier, two bar spirits, there wasn't a lot of info on two bar. Their website was barely a help. Fubar was Fubar. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, their website was at least. And, um, you know, I mean, it was like, a, it was a nice website. It was just like, there's no information. They're like, tell it, like our story. And their story was like two sentences and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So uh, we made a whiskey. Yeah. Uh, drink it. We, yeah, drink the whiskey. 
That's really mean. <laughs> but they're going to listen and they're going to change their website. So uh, named after the Texas Ranch 2 Bar, which I believe is if it's the official like if you look up 2 Bar on Google, you're going to find 2 Bar C Ranch. And that's in Luling, Texas. I've been to Luling. You ever been to Texas, Robbie? No, I've never been to Texas. Would you ever want to go to Texas? Yeah. There's some good barbecue, baby. And Luling is the place you want to go for barbecue. Barbecue, baby? Yeah, yeah. So, like, Heather and I have this joke. We're like, all right, baby, let's eat. And then we'll be, but we won't say that. We'll be like, let's eat, baby. And and then we'll be like, wait, we're not going to actually eat, baby. And we, like, just make a joke out of it with Beck. It's funny. It's it's so funny when you talk about eating small children. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like it. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah but luling is known for its barbecue joints uh competing and they kind of have this like uh downtown area or something like that is from what i hear and there's like a few uh competing barbecue places. it's almost like pats and Geno's in philadelphia for like cheesesteaks uh you could tell i'm filling up this history with random facts about luling texas uh, because there's <laughs> not much on their website or like anywhere else every like here's the funniest thing there were plenty of articles on two bar um, what gets me is that they all had the exact same information. For example, there were interviews with the master or the 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 founder of the the company, and he just said the exact same things every time. Like there was nothing new. Uh, so I'll say it at the end, but that's that's my thoughts. I think they need to update their website. Uh, the guy the guy who named uh this guy uh Nathan Kaiser. <laughs> This guy named Nathan Kaiser, whose family owned that like Texas ranch for like, I want to say like five generations or something, started the distillery in October 2011. And he took pride in the two bar name, uh, saying that it stands for quality, independence and hard work, which was on multiple websites. Uh, They're known to the bottle, too. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They're they're known. Here's here's something cool about them, though. And it's not too shallow. What's that? They're known for milling their own grain. Yeah, they're no- and what else are they known for? And to still enage everything themselves. That was exactly what I was going to say. And their whole process is even local to Washington Honest State. And true. As they get their grain from uh, Zilla, was or I must say Wisconsin, Washington. You ever been to Zilla? Oh yeah, Zilla. Um, gosh, I've, it's been forever since I've been there. But really, my, yeah, no, we nice. would go. Uh, we go camping at Bumping Lake, and we'd stop in Zilla which is just outside of Yakima. That's right. And there was a, gosh, a, like a mall, like a food court mall. Uh-huh. And gosh, you get the best Mexican food there. Like it was nice. amazing. Yes. Let me tell you something about the Pacific Northwest, random cities mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Sometimes you can get really good Mexican food out there. Or oh. you can, like one of the best barbecue places I ever went to was in Boise. Like, Better yeah. than some Texas place places. Was that? It was uh, baby, not baby rays. It was something rays. It, they, they, I don't think they're there anymore. But it was like um, something rays, like Bush sweet baby rays. Barbecue. But it wasn't the yeah. yeah. Bush's baked beans barbecue. Yeah. Oh, cold. Did we just have? I think we had a, a Bush's, Bush's baked bean moment. moment. <laughs> like wait. <no. laughs> All right, here we go. So here's so, the fun thing about about, uh, about Washington. So like. Mm-hmm. East side of Washington, like there's so much good Mexican food. Nice. Like, authentic, awesome. Yeah. And then like in Seattle, like East Side Seattle area, mm-hmm. some of the best like teriyaki you'll oh, ever yeah. get. Oh, so good. 
Anyway. You know, I've never been to Seattle. Really? There's only like five or no, at this point, like three cities that are like major cities. I guess four. <clears throat> uh, Nashville. Never been to Nashville. Never been to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Never been to um, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. And, I th- and I've never been to Detroit. So, but I've been okay. to like almost every big city otherwise in the, in the country, like big city. You know what I mean? In Lincoln, Nebraska. I have driven through Lincoln. <laughs> okay. You've been there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. So now, you know, and it used to be San Diego, but we went there recently. So anyway, I'm okay. just shouting crazy things. And, um, <laughs> You've been to so Hawaii? what's that? Have you been to Hawaii? I have, yeah. But I've only been to the Oahu, you know, Honolulu area. Okay, Honolulu's the big city, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so. you did that. Mm-hmm. All right. Sacramento. I've been to 45 states. Sacramento? Yep, been to Sacramento. Really enjoyed uh, uh, Leatherby's uh, ice cream there. Really good, really good ice cream in, okay. in Sacramento. You got any others? Nope. <laughs> cool. Because I've been there. Anyway, uh, they yep they uh, get the grain from Zilla, and they of course like Robbie said they they uh, they mill, mash, ferment, distill, and age in Seattle. Uh, before they made bourbon, though, they made a unaged moonshine uh, from a mash of eighty percent corn and twenty percent malted barley. Uh, but their bourbon seems to be weeded. And, but the mash bill is undisclosed. And why I say that is on their website, they, don't they mention, or no, it wasn't oh. even on a website. It was on a um, interview. He mentioned he gets his corn and his wheat from Zilla. But the mash, but I, I don't imagine that the wheat went into the 20% or 80% corn and 20% malted barley mash bill uh, because there is no remainder yeah, if you do the mash <laughs> And um, so that's my thought is what we're drinking today is technically a weeded bourbon, but it's undisclosed. There's not much information, Um, but they seem to mostly want to keep their distribution to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, That's why I can't find this bottle and Robbie can. I don't know uh, anything about their status of small versus large barrels. Uh, They, they do also make an 80 proof bourbon. And it's just their straight bourbon. So we can imagine that's two years old at least and just fits the bourbon uh, requirements. Uh, But this is what we're drinking today is the bottled and bond release. And so let's talk about the little we do know about this. So So can I hold you real quick? Mm -hmm. There's nothing on this bottle that says it's bonded. Oh, so maybe we have an old bottle. Yeah. So maybe it's not four years old, but their newest thing. So it does say it's under proof though. It is 100 proof. Okay, cool. If it but wasn't, it we wouldn't be far bonded. off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I... Um, so it's it's the one you posted on the stories. But yeah, I'm going to pretend that's... Because on their website, they only have three. Or they only have two bur- bourbons, and one's the straight... Oh, yeah. wait, that's a straight, though. But it's, it's still 100 too. proof? It's Let me see that proof. proof. So I have a feeling about this one. Ooh, ooh. Gosh, it's so tricky, this... Yeah, you go backwards. There it is. 50. Um, that's interesting. So but they, they have a ninety. the The other bottle that you can get is ninety proof. Oh, really? Because the, on their website they had an eighty proofer. Or maybe it's yeah, maybe yeah, it's, it's probably 80. eighty. 
So yeah. I'm just going to pretend this is bottled and bond, but it's not because you pretty much have to label it bottled and bond. I don't know. This is a first for us, but we'll pretend it's bottled and bond it's because a it's a hundred proof. It's a yeah. first for you. It's in every episode for me where I don't know anything oh, yeah. about the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Well, well, here's my thought is they recently introduced the bottled and bond because you got to go four years to be bottled and bond. But my mm-hmm. thought is, is they had a hundred proof and an 80 proof. And then once some of their hundred proof stuff reached four okay. years, that they were like, now we're just going to call it bottled and well, bond. So let's so imagine it's. So here's the other thing. Yeah. Is I don't know how many like governmental lock and key bonding agents thoughts, yeah. Yeah, are in uh-huh. the Northwest. So I, don't, I mean, that surprises me that they would have that. I, you know, I, I would be a bonding agent. I'd be the old John J. Fitzgerald bottling or bonding agent. Steal <laughs> yeah. little. Steal yeah. little. Oh, well, I'll wash it all. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 where's it going? Oh, where's oh, it going? I don't know. It's all here. Don't worry. <laughs> Barrel empty. Must have been the angel share. <laughs> yeah. Why Why are you sleeping in the Rick house? Yeah, exactly. The, the, uh, just, why are you drunk? <laughs> the, the angels got me. Uh, they got me, man. They, filled, <laughs> they took their stuff and gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this, right. uh, this is, this is, uh, this is probably the least history. Plus, like we just found out that what we're drinking is not exactly what we said we were drinking. But in terms of everything, this is this is kind of a first because there's pretty much even on their website, they say proof. And like that's about it. Like okay. crazy. So, so got, okay. yeah. But I, we're yeah, we go ahead. Investigative research here. I'm gonna nothing. I'm gonna drive over to seattle tomorrow yeah talk to this kaiser chief kaiser soze kaiser soze. oh i said kaiser chief and that's funny because that's a band i don't know that band you don't know the kaiser chiefs what a song the, ruby, 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 ruby. i don't know that ah, ah, ah. Um, kaiser, i don't know yeah, maybe look up I, Kaiser maybe, Chiefs. You'll like the you'll like the Ruby 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 Kaiser song. Chiefs. Okay, anyway, all right. Yeah, should yeah. we pop this bottle? Let's uh, wait. Let me finish if I have anything that fits the description that we now don't know it is. Uh, but yeah, I do think it's weeded. It is a hundred proof, at least. Um, but that's it's all done in Seattle, as we mentioned. Besides the grains growing in Zilla, but that's all I got. But if two bars listening, and I hope they are. Uh, we'd love for more info on your website. It never hurts for more info. I don't know. You, it's you don't need to like disclose everything. Like mash unless you're a stuff. criminal. Yeah, unless you're a criminal, you don't want to you know don't hand yourself in. But uh, at least tell us what makes your bourbon special, besides the proof. I don't know. Uh, according to their website, which was a piece of information I was able to get, you can buy this bottle for fifty one dollars. So, and that's that's oh. their total wine price, at least without total wine. So, I got it for a little cheaper. So, that makes Ooh. me Ooh, state control, baby. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, finally drink this bourbon. Ooh, I forgot you got a cork. Yeah, it's a corky. corky. Oh, man. Did you ever watch Life, is, Life Goes On? No. I don't even know what that is. Is it, it a sitcom huge. or like a kid's show? Uh, it was a drama not, oh, okay. definitely not a situational comedy there was a drama in the 90s came on after i believe america's funniest home videos 
Oh, I loved AFE with the it Bob was, Saget version. Bob Saget, yeah, and with his one of the high voice. Faster, faster, me. Level talk, me. Yeah, gosh, I don't want to listen to that. I'm not listening to this episode after I did my Woodchuck impression. But uh, no, it was one of the first shows to include a uh, Dale Sender main character named Corky. Nice. Ooh. All right, Cole. I, so this is this bottle is something that I like to get. This is one yeah. of my. It's probably my first or second favorite. Uh, first, second, or third favorite Northwest. Oh, I guess so. So, I'll let you kind of take the reins on this one. Uh, for a hundred proof, it's not too strong on the alcohol level. Um, it's got some oak, but really not overwhelming at all. It it kind of just smells like a bourbon. That's as far as my nose goes, but it's not bad. There's nothing about it that's like this might be bad. It might be over oaked. It might be soapy. Um, you know, with these younger distilleries, sometimes you worry about those things. I'm not worried yet, uh, but let's let's take a take a quick uh, no, sippy sip. For sure, I agree. It's a, to me this is just a quintessential bourbon on the nose for sure. There's it's just oaky vanilla. Apple sweet. And uh, I, you know, I never mind. I'm not going to tip my hand too much here because I, there's a lot of thoughts I have of it. But I'm, I'm going to let Cole take the reins. Cole took a sip. What do you think, Cole? That was a one. It was a little more burn than I expected. Not in a bad way. But then that burn turned a little bit into what scared me a moment mm. was a potentially small barrel taste. But then it kind of morphed into a little bit of a um, cedary, um, mm. almost like that menthol-y we get we got from um, the Driftless Glen barrel pick we got from Caleb, okay. uh, where it was like really minty and um, really candy-like. I wouldn't say this is like super candy-like, but there was a moment of like pretty sharp hard candy sweetness in there. A uh, lot okay. going on, um, more complex than I thought it would be. I wouldn't say this is like a downright complex whiskey, but it had a lot more showing up than I expected. So I like I like that cedar note a lot. That's nothing. That's something I haven't really locked into before, but definitely mm-hmm. cedary. Um, There's a menthol there for sure. I, uh, to me, it's a little bit lighter, but I still get a lot of that. Uh, oh gosh, just like a hard hard candy kind of a sweetness to it where it's yeah it's uh it, it's got a lot of good sweetness it hits a lot of good spots so it does and what's weird to me is that this might be weeded and it definitely does not taste weeded it it tastes more like a high rye bourbon mm-hmm. um this is so how does this I always think of this as kind of like a, an easier to find Eagle Rare. How would you compare mm-hmm. this to like an Eagle Rare? I think there's no competition there, personally. Really? Okay. I think what I like about Eagle Rare is the appleiness, the sweetness throughout, like a like a soft, chewy caramel sweetness. Like it's like a caramel apple, um, and the oak is like perfectly balanced. It's it, you don't even think about the oak until you you mention it. You're like, oh yeah, the oak is beautiful there, but you almost it, you almost just flow past okay. it. This has more sharp sweetness to it. 
it does have um, a nice sweetness. Um, but for me, that cedariness um, is kind of the dominant note for me. And it is more of a hard candy sweetness, if anything, compared okay. to that soft chewy caramel. Yeah. Gosh dang it. I shouldn't have. Shouldn't have said anything because Cole has a good memory for mm. every single whiskey. Um, no, I have a good note for Eagle Rare. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, do you get that cedar on the nose though, or is it just on the palate? Nope. Maybe like the tiniest bit. Yeah. But okay. almost no. Yeah. I would say like 5% maybe. Okay. So let me get my I... dropper. I drop some water on it. It's uh, to me, I get a lot more. I don't know if that sounds weird. I'm like sniffing and like talking into the microphone at the same time. Sounds good to uh, me. <laughs> it, to me, oh man, like to me, this has so much good sweetness. It's what you want in a bourbon. Um, I get, oh gosh, I get a good appleness, appley really? kind of a nose from it. Yeah. Um, I think to me, the, the where I see like an Eagle Rare differs from this is you get a little bit more of like a spiciness out of an mm -hmm. Eagle Rare to me. Um, yeah, I would agree with a little more spice. And this feels a little bit lighter. Oh, you're saying Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare has more spice. Eagle Rare has a little bit more spice. Interesting. I feel the opposite. Like a, really? Okay. This um, has more. Um, yeah, I would say this has more spice. But go ahead. So I, didn't, really? I was thinking no, of a better word, you. but I couldn't think of a better word. No, I think I honestly I think of Eagle Rare as being like dense and spicy. This is a little bit lighter, less spicy, but like kind of hits where I feel like Eagle Rare does, where it's are just like kind of what you think of when you think of bourbon. So nose wise, what are you getting, Cole? Uh off the water pour after giving it a strong spin J. Um the old swirly poo, the mat jab. Yep. I am feeling the same kind of notes. Nothing, nothing yeah. new. Um, Didn't it get sweeter for you at all? No, it did get a little uh, oaky. Not in a yeah. great way, um, but it showed up a little more of the oak notes. Hmm. Okay. Mm. I don't like it as much with with water. It really. No, I... Ah. Nah. I don't like it more, but I, I get nose wise, I get a lot more sweetness from it. I'm like brain dead. <laughs> I was like trying to decipher what you just said. <clears throat> nose wise, on the nose, I get it's sweeter on the nose mm -hmm. to me. It, it was nothing with what you said. It was just all how brain dead I was. <laughs> I was like, oh. I want to make sure how, I took in what you said. How's baby Beck sleeping, dude? She's sleeping great, actually. Good. Cause that's, that's the like least cool of my things. worries right now. Oh yeah. man. So I, uh, I remember we sold our first house and it was mm -hmm. when the market was just, it, it I think it was like 2000, gosh, what would it have been? 2015 market was like, uh -huh. not great, not bad. It was just, yeah. Meh. And, uh, I just remember thinking, gosh, Hell is like having your house on the market and it never sells, but you have people looking at it all the time because it's this constant state of clean the house oh, for wow. no good reason because no one's buying. Yeah, because yeah. they're just gonna show up and leave. Yeah. Um. You know the finish with the water pour. 
I'm still getting it, and it's been a you know moment for sure since I sipped. It's not <clears> bad, <throat> but yeah, I'm getting a little bit of cedar cedariness, a little bit of that hard candy sweetness. But like, usually when I mention hard candy sweetness, I talk about like rye's that are like just gorgeously sweet. This mm-hmm. this isn't. I wouldn't put it in that category. Okay. It does have, it, as opposed to a chewy caramel, it is more of a hard candy. Um, it's not like changing my life right now. But you, how much is this? How much you buy it for? Um, forty three. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Totally, totally, totally. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, uh, time for a little ice drop. Bus yeah. driver, drop that cube. Um. I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping you'd love it more. Oh, this is, I was thinking about that. I was like, this is one of those moments like don't meet your heroes, you know, don't, (laughs) don't get cold to try your favorite, one of your favorite whiskeys. No, that's fine. Like I think, uh, and not a bad uh, nose on ice though. It, it smells colder. Um, I think, uh, (laughs) definitely it's fun. It's fun drinking it with you because, I've never noticed how cedary it is, but it mm-hmm. is, there's definitely a lot of cedar there, which is something I haven't picked up on before. Cedar. Our <laughs> near killed her. Yeah. Um, cedar showed her my rectum. Is that how it goes? <laughs> which reminds me, I have to apologize. Last week, I used foul language. What language? I, well, it was when we were singing. Did you say tootie songs. butt? No, well, it was about a butt, and we were singing country songs, and I talked about putting a boot in your booty, and I said a bad word twice, and I just, I was listening. Wait, to the you episode. used the actual um, Toby Keith line? Yeah, I did. Ooh, I'm ashamed that you earned our explicit status. I did earn the explicit, and I feel bad because you know sometimes I, I you know, it just if you're listening with your child, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can put a boot in my booty. <laughs> And we, we yeah. know a few of our listeners who do listen with their children. They do from time and yeah. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry. Um I it was funny because I didn't realize I said it until I listened to it. So Toby Keith does it, you know, man. He Toby just, Keith is a gateway know. drug to Exactly. I listened to Toby Keith and I just yeah. started F bombing everything. That's the like, American oh. way. <laughs> and that is the song no it won't work there no you did call no. you forced it there it wasn't organic yeah, i'm gonna rescind that so no one expect anything from that oh man cool we're going long here what are you getting with ice anything special with ice holy moly look at the clock there it's not bad i prefer it to uh the water pour i think ice is better than uh water for sure mm-hmm. i get a lot more vanilla like cedar is pronounced for sure and as, the more i think about cedar the more i'm getting mm-hmm. Which I kind of dig. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds think, me of putting up a fence. Putting yeah, or um, what was that one? The um, before Christine Riggleman Reserve. Yeah. That was like gin, like junipery yeah. and cedary. Um, oh, nice. see, you remember everything, Cole. I might prefer this actually. Um, yeah, I prefer the. I mean, it may, and it might just be because I can get this and yeah. something that. You know, it's kind of nice. I, I like to have. It's a nice mm-hmm. bottle. It's a pretty bottle too. It's like apothecary. Yeah, you know, kind of and they got a label. cool logo. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I what, prefer water, meat, iced. 
Wait, but you just said you preferred ice to water. I prefer ice to water. So I think, well, I go, okay. Ice, yeah, ice, neat water. I like the ice. I haven't had it. Okay, ice, I, I see like what you're ice. saying. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Ice, neat water. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I might, yeah, mm, I'm kind of a tie between neat and ice, but water definitely is the least. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to be honest about this one. That's fine. You do that, Cole. I think this is a meh. Okay. But but not bad. I wouldn't say I wouldn't drink this one. There's zero chance. There's zero I would... dung in this one. Yeah, there's zero dung in this one. And this, <laughs> I, I mean, if you were hand, if I were handed this whiskey, I would drink it. Uh, there's no stopping me if I were handed this whiskey. I don't know personally if I would go out and buy it for $43. So I'm going to give it a 7.2. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I like this. It is... I do like having it on the shelf. I think... I feel that it is a good bottle. Yeah, like, I, I like. I, I feel like it's got a lot of good sweetness. Ooh, I, I just got a good. chocolate note. Sorry oh, to interrupt really? you. Yeah, okay. a little bit of chocolate with the ice pour. I put this at a 7.9. Nice. I think it's, to me, it's a good one. I like it a lot. It's it's one I like to keep on the shelf. It's easy to find for me. Yeah. And it's, it's somewhat kind of local. It's local. Yeah. You know, um, actually, you know what? I'm giving it a one because there's no information on the internet for Cole. Darn right. You put information to bar and I'll give it a 7.9. Yep. You change your attitude to change. Bar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I, I want better decisions next time. You're not, cool. you're not having good we're attitudes. Not, we're not too far apart from each other. So, you know, nah. Cole, we are like at an episode length right now. Yeah. We've closed up by now. So let's real quick, send it to a whiskey world news. And we're back. Again. Uh, this, uh, time for Whiskey World. No. Time for what was... No. Whiskey World News. Gosh dang it. Oh, man. And what this, Whiskey World News would you choose? <laughs> I, it's too easy to mess it up for me. <laughs> and this one comes from uprocks.com. It's titled Unicorn Bourbons to start building your whiskey collection around, which to me kind of is like an oxymoron, but... Uh, it really is. Zach Johnston. And we're running long, so I'm just kind of get to the uh, the list of it. And first whiskey, unicorn whiskey to build your collection around. He says is very old Saint Nick twelve. Cool okay. pots. The Can rye. Uh, the <laughs> two hundred fifty dollars. Sheesh. Yeah, I've actually we have that on think. our sample shelf. We do. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, and that was from. Um, uh ben klepsig so we're grateful for that we haven't drank it yet ben. but yeah and ben also thanks for reaching out this week and like yeah. saying hey do you guys want this driftless glen yeah love it appreciate it what a pro uh the next this is the this list to me is just ridiculous you're yeah. not gonna start, start your whiskey collection, collection with a 250 dollar bottle yeah are you ready for the next one yeah pappy 23 sure sure you know <laughs> four or like two to four grand secondary price and also <laughs> a uh over 250 dollar retail sure and then find it good luck 
Yeah. Someone will be like, I'm starting my whiskey collection. What do I, I buy? I'm like, I'll tell you what you buy, man. $3,000. Yeah. I'll tell you what you need to start your collection with. It's Pappy 23. I'm curious what else is said in this. Yeah. Old Fitzgerald Vintage Edition. Come on. <laughs> what? Who wrote Zach Johnston? I'm I'm a little disappointed, and I don't think you know anything about actual bourbon collecting. Okay, next one, and this is a little more reasonable, but still, uh, William Leroux Weller BTAC. Still, like yeah, that's I mean, one like, of the hardest BTACs to get. Like, yeah. like you could find, yeah. Okay, oh. we're getting a little better here. Four Roses, small batch, 2021. Even that's hard to find. Mm-hmm. But more reasonable, maybe. Yeah. Next one: Parker's Heritage Promise of Hope. Are you kidding me? A bottle from like, like <laughs> six years ago, or maybe even more. I want to see Promise of Hope is like 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, oh yeah. Good. Dang, good cool. luck finding a bottle that came out eight years ago, and that Old is Fitz- rare as crap. Yeah. Old Fitzgerald Eight Year Spring, 2021. Oh my goodness. I feel like that is that one of those decanter bottle ones. No, it's it's a more uh, old Fitz kind of look, but it's okay, cool. Still two hundred seventy five dollars average wow. price. Yeah. Um, Elmer T. Lee single barrel bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, you might have a chance finding that. Yeah, that's a little more accessible. You might get that. All right, you ready, Cole? Yeah. Mictor's twenty five. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean Super that bottle easy. runs for like, like easily like three grand, easily if not much more than that. Yeah. Well, this one, the article itself says eight thousand and up. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. actually believe it. Yeah. Uh, John E. Fitzgerald, very special twenty year. Oh, get that crap out of here! I'm sick of this article, <laughs> but I also want to hear what else he has to say. That was the last one. Oh so. my goodness! So cool. was that the square bottle? Um, hold on just a sec. Has a key on it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And it's like a 375, too. It's like, like, uh, I hate this guy already. Like, he obviously is a terrible, um, journalist because that's like, here's a better title for this article. Um, unicorn bourbons to show off with. Uh, unicorn bourbons <laughs> that you will never own. Um, Pretty much. Unicorn bourbons that are called unicorn bourbons for a reason. Uh, okay. But, but certainly not to start your bourbon collection with. Yeah. So here's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Here's an article from our favorite author, Nino Kilgore Marchetti. I and trust that man. from our least favorite, Zach, Zach Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't, and I really didn't read anything that he wrote. I just went through the list because we're running short on time. So. I don't even care what he wrote. If he put those on a list, he needs to work on his journalism skills. You know, I, I think that's where it comes. Like, maybe it's clickbait. Maybe it's not. Go look the article up, uprocks.com. Uprocks with two like, X's. You're not going to start your bourbon collection with a unicorn. No. More than likely. Yeah. Right? Unless mm-hmm. your grandpa loves whiskey, he dies. And, he, and you have he, millions of dollars. His collection. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. look at, you go, oh, man. I'm interested in this bottle of William Lerueller. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like maybe that gets your interest peaked, but yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Zach. He takes, take some notes from Mr. Kilgore. Yeah, seriously. Anyway. All right. So we got to move along here. 
we're running long. Sorry, folks. Yeah. So now it's time for what whiskey would you choose? I'll let Robbie discuss the uh, really stacked results from last week. Uh, This was a record this week. Well, and I think a big part of that is the fact that no one knows about Paul John. You know, it's yeah. What do you drink more? Do you drink Eagle Rare or do you drink Paul John? Yeah. Right. Um, If you were to say to me, would you like a pour of Eagle Rare or would you like a pour of paul john i'd take paul john because i've never had it so yeah anyway uh what uh what was you drinking lately was the what was he would choose i went with the Guerrero Cole with paul john classic is that what it is uh, not the classic the peated 55 percent. So. okay so mm-hmm. i messed that up on the picture it's all good. but it's all the same the i mean is for the listeners and i won 94 to 6 percent, which is one of like the biggest landslides percent (laughs) uh but again accessibility and i get it yeah for Uh, sure we had some good write-ins though um bourbon drinker two is drinking uh wild turkey rare or rye barrel proof yep which rare breed gosh so good yeah Uh, if i and if i could find that i'd be drinking that too uh mad town marketer went highland park 18 oh delicious oh my, my goodness i love yeah. highland park not, i said rice one of my favorite uh scotches scotches for sure single malts and too marco and casey went with the bullet for your rye and del bach dorado i love both those bottles oh my gosh so good and then bearded bourbon destroyer peach moonshine and my barrel pick of river set rye have you ever had river nice. set rye never had river set uh, had bearded rye. bourbon destroyer hit us up and then uh our one of our favorite Canadians named after a turtle. Most recently has been OF bottled and bomb or bottled and bond or OF small batch. Everything I like about OF, but better. And yeah. Old Forester is just solid, right? Yeah. Even their 86 proof is like pff, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer their 86 to their bottled and bond. And then uh, our good friend, John Hughes, not the yeah. director, but the amazing man of whiskey the man uh, who makes those movies listens to our podcast oh, oh not he that dead guy. that yeah. guy died. oh is he i didn't even know this that guy's alive yeah john hughes died a couple years ago i think oh i didn't know that that's I'm pretty funny. sure fact yeah. check me i don't yeah. know for sure I don't, so there I don't reigns a, a stronger john hughes hughes now so he so our friend at embellished pod is the strongest yeah. john hughes in the in the world in the universe uh, went with Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Series, nice. all of them. And I want to say he's been look. If if you hit hit him up, he's been looking for an, yeah. another one of them for sure. So yeah, uh, so that's that. And then Cole, mm-hmm. what I learned this week was, uh, what would have been a better what whiskey would you choose? What would you put in the largest bottle, or what would you drink out <laughs> whiskey? Would you drink out of George Clooney? More of you want to talk about what you want to drink out of George Clooney, which is. You know, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, there's right? nothing wrong with that. Uh, Some anyway. people are into that. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not going to. Yeah, you. yeah. No judgment. Yeah. So anyway, Cole, do you have a what whiskey would you choose for? I do. Week? So this one is a fun one. Has nothing to do with the actual drink or tasting notes or anything like that. It is what whiskey. The backstory, like what whiskey's backstory are you are you in love with the most like it's not the whiskey itself it's what's like what went into the story behind the whiskey and i gotta think oh. of that one myself and oh, i think i do I, have an answer actually okay you think a little bit longer because i'm gonna talk because I'm thinking I gotta hard. Tell you, you know i had i didn't know a lot about this whiskey to start and mm-hmm. then i learned more about it and i was like this is awesome and it's two bar apparently nice. <laughs> it comes from a ranch 
<laughs> named after, after five just five generations <laughs> um cool what is okay what was That's the, funny. the prohibition guy was it remus that did the uh oh yeah who like who tried buying... to kill or killed his wife and got away yeah. with it and yeah, was george remus dudes yeah i'm going with remus volstead is that what yeah it was? No, no, that, that was remus volstead yeah yeah that was the bottle but the guy's name was george remus well, I'm going with that because yeah, that yeah. was a Remus Volstead, that yeah. I like ended up like looking more stuff up. That had me going. Yeah, dude's like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you got, Cole? Um, I'm actually going to go with uh, something we mentioned today, John Fitzgerald. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I and we'll we'll just call it John, or we'll just call it like Old Fitzgerald or something like that. Um, because that guy played the right cards to get the good bourbon and uh, and. Yeah, I mean, stole stole both keys to the warehouse and was just like, I'm just gonna drink, like I'm mm-hmm. just gonna steal this whiskey. <laughs> that was I don't know. I'm not about that. Like, would I ever do that? No, I would more so be like, Hey, you want to share some with me? I'll make sure it's governmentally bonded, real good, and that's how I do it. But I wouldn't steal it. But I'm like, the dude knew what he wanted, and apparently he like hoarded the good barrels too. It's so. like you could like yeah, like if you had the balls to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seriously. absolutely! Yeah. yeah, talk about balls. Yeah, the ovaries. If you have the ovaries, yeah. If you're, I mean, if you have those mean, ovaries, no judgment here. No judgment. Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, and then next week, uh, let's talk about um, what ones we will drink next week. So, okay, it's between these two. We have a uh, Four Roses single barrel barrel proof, and it is a OESF uh, release. I forget what the with the uh, proof is, but it's a barrel proof, so it's up there. So reminder: uh, Four Roses single barrel barrel proof. Specifically, the recipe is O E S F. Uh, what did I write on that one, Robbie? Once he looks for it. Uh, but then the other one we're going to uh, put up against that is one we had recently on the uh, Two Pick Tuesdays. Is the Bell Mead Honey Bourbon from 2021, and that's 106 proof specifically. This bottle. Um, I couldn't find it, so I can't tell you. How good. Robbie's useless once again. No, you're useful. <laughs> um, you're full of use. And oh, um, yeah, that's that's it for the week. Um, you know, we haven't gone too far over, but we're Robbie, we rushed, we rushed the end, but we're good. yeah, Robbie, I hope that uh, things are better, and that um, you're continually encouraged by our listeners and uh, just just the therapy sessions we have. Cole, I hope your dad is not waiting outside that door, angry at you for taking up his bedroom. Robbie, I hope your mom is waiting outside that door and um, all those other things. Cole, I hope you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Bring up my mother. Yeah. No, Cole, I hope the studying mellows for you a little bit. Go cuddle that bunny that's on the bed in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I hope studying goes better for you. But I hope listeners that our love of spirits lifted yours. 